0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Okay, so COVID is, well, it hasn't really left. The restrictions are fewer in many parts and significantly fewer in many parts of this country. But uh, we've been told there's a sixth wave and there's an increased call from some for a return to mandatory masking to PCR testing and, uh, a, well, a restriction being returned. Are we seeing what? Um, a resurgence, a, a rebirth, if you will, of COVID, or just an endemic reality, something that we're going to have to live with? Dr. Jason Kendrickchuk is um, a specialist in viral pathogenesis in the Department of Microbiology at the University of Manitoba, Canada Research Chair in Molecular Pathogenesis of Emerging and reemerging Viruses. Dr. Kendrick, good to have you back with us. What are we facing now with COVID?
1: Oh, it's a good question. Uh, you know, listen, I think what we're facing is we're watching a virus change and, and evolve in real time and, and uh, really kind of decide what, what it wants to do. Um, you know, wh- where we are right now is, you know, we've, we’ve continually seen new variants that have emerged. We’ve seen, obviously now the BA2 subvariant that’s emerged. Uh, this virus is doing what it’s going to do. The more that it transmits, the more that it changes, the more that, uh, that, that we see, you know, uh, you know increased risk for, for further variants to develop. Um, what this is going to look like long term is a bit of a-, a gray area for us, right? We haven’t had certainly a pandemic coronavirus before. We've dealt with other coronaviruses, but not not at least at, at this scale. So I, I think where we are is trying to figure out what what is the future of of COVID-19 and SARS-CoV-2 going to look like.
0: Are we in the endemic stage for this <laughs> virus at this juncture?
1: Oh, there's you know this is one of those areas that has become I think such a heated debate, right? Because we, we've heard a lot of people saying we're, you know, we're at the endemic phase. The, the, we have to learn to live with the virus. And then there are many of us that are saying, well, wait a second. If the virus is likely going to become endemic. But the question, as far as where are, are we there yet, really it has to be based off what we're seeing epidemiologically. So, um, are, are we at a point where we're starting to see, uh, you know, things become a little bit more static in regards to New infections and, and recoveries, and certainly that impact on the healthcare system. I, I would argue with with BA two. What we have to appreciate is we're not there yet, right? So, I certainly heard a lot of people talking about this idea that it was already endemic before we had removed any restrictions or, or removed all the last restrictions we had had. Once those restrictions got removed, and we had this new subvariant uh, come come into play, what we've seen is a is a resurgence, right? So. Cases are, are certainly, you know, rocketing upwards, at least from wastewater data, hospitalizations increasing. Um, I would argue this is not a point that, that we're at where things have become static, right? So I, I think we have to be a little bit, a little bit precautious in, in calling this endemic when certainly the virus continues to change. It will likely get there but I don't think we're at a point yet where we're you know, uh, able to anticipate what the virus is going to do next. And that's really where we need to be.
0: Okay. So there's a lot of talk about uh, another booster vaccination that's being recommended. Yeah. Uh, I had a call from my pharmacy telling me that it's available if, if i'm if i'm interested um what's your sense because i and, and you know this better than i but i certainly hear from listeners there's a lot of pushback when it comes to the idea of booster vaccinations and then you have the cdc not making all the information available about boosters that they have for the 18 to 49 uh, uh group the demographic that causes people to ask questions so when it comes to booster shots what do you say
1: yeah, where do I sit? Uh, listen, I, I'm kind of in a in a weird position, right? And, and I say that because we, we've got you know a few people in our family uh, who who are certainly in that high risk category. So for for those, um, certainly the, the fourth dose, probably considering the the concerns we've seen with the, with immune waning, um, and, and already in vulnerable communities not having the ability to to get a full immune response from from prior vaccinations. Yeah, I'm I, I'm an advocate for that. The more general population, it becomes a question of saying, what are we trying to achieve with additional vaccinations? Is it, is it trying to uh, you know curb any immune waning in regards to hospitalization, and severe disease? Uh, if the data supports that, then, then we should be moving that route. If it's to try and get a handle on transmission, now we get in this position of saying, okay, how, you know at what point um, do we have to accept that our ability to continue to boost to try and provide that protection, is extremely limited because of how quickly uh, that, that, uh, that protection wanes. And because in particular, BA2 and Omicron are very good at being able to get around this. So I, I think we have to kind of take a step back and say, what, what are we truly expecting? And if we're putting everything on the vaccines, we're not gonna get there because it's vaccines plus the additional uh, precautionary measures that, that we need to be taking to, to get this virus uh, at bay.